I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I do Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad turkey podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 87 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And it is Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, it's not Saturday. Almost have a work Monday. So, as people know, because we've discussed it before, we usually record on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, if we know something's going on Saturday, we'll, we will do it on Friday. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, we will decide to push it off till Sunday. And then sometimes and then Sunday shit blows up. <laughs> and then sometimes shit breaks and we just don't do it at all. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> I know that I let you down on your main trip. My um, apologies. <laughs> but um, we're here. Yes. We so, didn't skip last week. We skipped the time before. Right. That, yeah. That, yeah. That okay. was what I was, it was messing with my head a little bit. I'm like, wait, we didn't. No, no, no. That's why I said it was the show that we missed. It was before my and trip. And now I'm sick. Like, mm-hmm. we, I wasn't. I don't remember why we didn't do it. You were sick then, too. No, I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, I was. Because, we not, because I got a touch of the thing that you guys we, had, but I never really got it full on. Right. And then that's what this is. Right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And uh, plus, we had just gotten through the kids being sick, and that was yeah. the weekend of... Oh, the vomit. Or no, the poo. Yes, both. Both. <laughs> both happened. <laughs> I just pooped in my pants. Yeah, that was, I felt so bad. Because the, the sound of just sheer... Just... Oh. <laughs> I have failed as a person. <laughs> I just, I had one job. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, poor kid. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's we're, we're in T minus what four days till Disney. Three. Well, till you're actually at the park. Okay, four. Yeah, exactly. I know we're going to be in California at some point, but yeah. yeah. Um, so that's 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 got you all humming and buzzing around like a I, yeah. Yeah, you're pretty happy about that. Yeah. So are the kids. Yeah. Still get the daily. Are we? Are we ever get in the car with Trent? Well, are we going to Disneyland? Late? No. Aww. Every time we get in the car, he asks if we're going headed to Disneyland now, and then he gets mad if you're not, and and he constantly is telling me it's two days. Right. He it's been two days for two weeks. Mm-hmm. In two days, we're going to Disneyland. <laughs> like no, four days. Yeah. No, two days. It's two. Uh, days. So the next time we do this, we're definitely not shitting the bed three yeah. weeks early. Nope. Well, wait. I'm going to make you contain yourself. But no, you remember what happened last time. You just wait. Well, and I wanted to this time. I did. But I I couldn't decide if we should just wait. Well, I think also with the timing, there would have been no time for me to be 
if we had gotten too close to the um, yep. time, I would have been out of town. Yeah. So there, w- I would have been there for the announcement yeah. portion of it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I get what you did. I just yeah. I don't think we can do it that way again in the future. No, and maybe maybe next time we wait even just a little bit close, like one or two days or five, mm-hmm. but not not what was it fifteen? Like three weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, we won't we won't um, do it quite lower load quite so early. <laughs> right. But I'm I'm also been using it as a please behave so I can take you on this trip kind of thing. And it it's but not even, working. Very no, well. it did at first. Yeah. But I think now that we're, we're having the same problem again, they're like, "Fuck, this is never going to happen." I'm not going to fucking pay attention. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know. So Tempe especially has hit a very defiant. Set streak. I I know it's totally normal. I right. mean, this is not like oh my god, my kid. The, the only thing that bothers me about it is there's certain mannerisms she has yeah. that I know a specific kid that she gets them from. Yes. And when that kid was going through this phase and had those mannerisms, I wanted to choke it out. Yeah. So it doesn't help that now my daughter is emulating something that I wanted to choke out previously, so it makes me want to choke it out even harder. Yeah. But it's her. But she's also really good about instantly turning on the cute. Yes. And trying to make you not hate her. And that's, that's good. She's going to, she's going to break some hearts. I'm not sure if it's going to be male or female yet, but I'm just saying <laughs> in general, as she gets older, she starts pulling that shit. She's going to really cool. wreck a few people's worlds. So Trent the other day was telling me how he wants to be a mommy when he grows up. Mm-hmm. And which I'm like, okay. If you, stuff, I yeah. know if you want to be a mommy, okay, you can be a mommy. Yeah. And, um. But then he said it around somebody else, and they just kind of did a double take, like, right. what? And I'm like, he can be anything he wants to be. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, this whole gender. It's hard for people mm-hmm. when to you, not just not make a big deal out of it. Well, to yeah, just to let just, it be. Just not even, not even really, yeah, just just talk to him. They're like, yeah. oh, okay, you know, and acknowledge it. But, I mean, it's not a big deal, first of all. Right. It doesn't need to be a big deal. You don't need to make it a big deal. Um, and so there's the only time, the couple of times that I've gotten the double take um, when it's happened when he said something like, I want to wear a dress like sissy or whatever. Yeah. Which is all, once again, even if your kid doesn't grow up to be one of those quote unquote queer sexuals, right? <laughs> um, it's still a normal development cycle when they have older female siblings. Yeah. It's just shit that happens. Um, so it's not a big deal. And I've had a couple of times where, where the, um, where, uh, they like, I'll get a sideways glance and I'll just, and luckily for me, I can do like that whole death stare thing and I'll just look at them and like, and they're like, oh, I'm not going to question it. I'm like, yeah, that's right. You're not going to question it. I'll, I'll fuck you up. Yeah. I got to shut this window behind me. It's making noise. Yeah. So is your phone. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's see. What have we talked about? We talked about Temmie being defiant. We talked about Trent being all crazy. Ezra bro- didn't break his hand. Bro- got oh. his cat because we talked about that last time. <laughs> yeah, his hand's not broken. It's not broken. It, was, it doesn't even look like it was a growth weight fracture. It looks like he just bruised the bone, which I've heard that hurts more than yeah. either of the other two options. And like all of his knuckles were bruised. He was he was very proud of the stench. I know when he when he said he told me how you had to turn your head so it wouldn't gag. Or whatever he's the, he may he have, is way right, exaggerating because right. I didn't yeah. do any of that. But okay, I Either mean I, I acknowledged how much it stank. But yeah, that's about he it. was very proud of the smell. So if you, I'm big made a big deal 
uh, like several hours later after he had washed it and whatnot, I asked him to get me some ibuprofen and he brought him to me and handed him to me in the stink hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you used your stink hand. <laughs> he thought that was funny. Well, that was the one thing I did think was kind of weird when they went to put the splint on. Like, Sorry, that was some dinner talking back. I didn't want to do that into the microphone. Um, they were, uh, they uh, were talking about how it was going to be on for seven days. Yeah, we're going to put the splint on. You're going to have to have it on to the following Friday, yada, yada, yada. And then they just slap it on his hand, and they didn't, like... Wash it? Wash it. They didn't do any type of sterilization of it. I'm like, seems kind of weird that you're going to take a boy. <laughs> Boys are notoriously gross anyways, <laughs> no matter where you find them or what they do, um, and not even wash the arm before you just stick it in the splint. And I'm like, okay... I, I went off the aspects of you're the professional, but I'll, next time I'll be like, yeah, you might want to scrub it down first. It really wasn't that bad. And I don't think it would have been any better if he had scrubbed it first because right. he still was going to sweat and yeah. get gross. Well, I was giving him a hard time, too, about it. I'm like, he's like, yeah, it talks about, it talks about how smelly it was. I'm like, well, I told you when you got the damn thing on, you can't use that hand to scratch your ass because you can't wash it. He's like, oh, Dad. I'm like, well, you're the one doing it, not me. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was grossing him out. So it was... um. Yeah, it was it was fun. But the whole week he couldn't do anything. Oh, he Jesus. couldn't do his chores. He couldn't. Well, f- well okay, he was milking it. At one point, have... I looked at him. I go, I know people who have no arms who do a better job at shit than you're doing right now. Just look at him one time and talk about you know Ryan him of the one armed warehouseman <laughs> that we saw yeah. at <laughs> that cable place that should help him out. Um, well, he washed a pan, right? And set it on the stove, and I went to use it, and it was gross. Mm-hmm. So, well, and we even told him not to do the dishes. I'm like, specifically I said, I, I would rather you keep. I like, I know you can't fold it, mm-hmm. but you can load and unload the dishwasher. No, sorry, the load and unload the washing machine and dryer. Mm-hmm. But then he goes back and does the thing we tell him not to do, and then does it half-assed and yeah. capably. And I'm like, oh my god, kid, you're not listening. So it was an interesting week, and mm-hmm. you were gone, right? Which was interesting in and of itself. Yeah, and I I try to avoid major confrontations with him while you're gone mm-hmm. unless it's something that's just completely out of line like i just i'm like you know let it go let it go yeah. let it go. um and i i've been trying to do that more anyway mm-hmm. but yeah when you're gone i just the whole time i'm like oh my god i want i want to i want to make a big deal out of this but i'm gonna let it go <laughs> when I, I sat him down i had a conversation with him i think it was on the way to drop him off with his mom i was like you know i heard that Jody took the, the the method of uh, just not confronting you and not making a big deal out of certain things and just kind of t- trying to find, you know, different methodologies or whatever to do, yada, yada. I'm like, and that really pisses me off. He's like, well, why? I'm like, because I go, she shouldn't have to. She shouldn't have to actively think, is this going to make you flare up like a goddamn hemorrhoid? And are you going to try to, like, you know, make yourself big in front of her and flex your muscles like you're some big, bad, you know, son of a bitch? Because, first of all, you're not. Second of all, I need to be able to trust you when you're at, I'm out of town that you're going to follow the same rules that I lay down when I'm here. And you shouldn't be treating her any different. I mean... Granted, there's always going to be the differences that, that are just inherent in children in general. But like, but to the extent that you take him, it, it's a bit much. Um, I'm like, but I just don't like hearing that from her. I said, you will show nothing but respect to her, and you know, and I'm not going to hold my breath. But it, it 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 seemed to resonate differently with him during that conversation than it has in the past. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But we'll see. I'm just gonna. It's just gonna be one of those things. I'm gonna keep harping on about it. You're you're going to figure this out. You're you're going to figure out that. Your mom is the piece of shit, not her. 
kind of a thing in the respect of the what he's mad at. I don't know because I didn't figure that out for a yeah, I, I mean it, it took me well into adulthood but you also didn't have somebody on the other side of it either telling you it wasn't like your mom was reinforcing that your dad was a good man. Yeah. I mean, she had her huge... But even on the other side, like... But you, but you see I what mean, I'm saying? I, I love my stepmom, and she right. she really was a really great stepmom right. to me. But during, especially my te- early oh, teenage yeah. years, I mean, I really thought that she had it out for me. Right. And, and I didn't have anybody on the other side saying, no, she's a good, you know... Right. But that's, that's kind of my point, is that there's yeah. one thing you didn't have there, is you didn't have somebody listening and... And then analyzing it and going, oh, no, she doesn't have it out, you know, because there yeah. was so much bitterness. Yeah, you know, I've got a lot of bitterness and I, I, not even anymore. I had a lot of bitterness and I had a lot of, you know, ill will and whatnot towards her for what happened. Mm-hmm. But I learned really quickly on and really quickly, really early on that if I let those things seep into my conversations and whatnot with him, but that was a it was going to make things harder for him and B eventually it would, it would sour my relationship with him in certain ways, not because he would ever stop loving me, but because he would see that I was childish and unselfish enough to do those things. And I have to make reparations for it later, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I just chose not to go that particular route. Um, and it's been rough. It's been really, really rough to want to go, just look at him and go, dude, I just heard that your mom's trying to pawn her dogs off on somebody else because they're having financial issues. But what about the, anyways, I'm not going to get too deep into her business, yeah. but it's stuff like that. It's just like, you know, what about this? What about that? And, and then like the one thing that was really awesome that he did the other night that I thought was hilarious. I'm pretty sure she was standing pretty close to him when it happened too. was a, uh, he, um, he, he called. called and I had just missed the call. So I immediately called him right back. I'm like, Hey, you know, sorry about that, buddy. He didn't get to the phone in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, nope, that's okay. I, I know. He's like, I knew you'd call me right back anyway, so it's not a big deal. And I was just like, ooh, bazinga. <laughs> you know, she misses like 99% of those calls. And even if she does find him, she never calls him back and you know, and at all. And Yeah, that's what gets yeah. me is, I mean, it's one thing to miss a call. Yeah, miss the call. Another thing to miss a call every night at when he calls at exactly the same time He's but whatever a, when when your you, when your son sets an alarm i know that should send a signal yeah that <clears throat> so but even even when she doesn't even assuming you know mm-hmm. i then at least call him back because right. he leaves her he leaves him a, she he leaves her a message hey it's me i just want to say good night you know blah blah he actually started texting her instead and she usually responds at which that. Tells you something, doesn't it? Because the phone's obviously right there. Hello. I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't like talking on the phone either. I prefer to text, but when it comes to my kid, I'll talk. Yeah. Um. That's just I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, but I don't want to bring any more of the show down yeah. with that either. So, um, I had a burst of a thought based off something we had just spoke about there for a second, and now it's flittered away. I'm, I'm trying sorry. to I'm like I'm feeling like a. Um, what's her name from Titanic? Come back. Come back. <laughs> oh, I was going to say you feel like Dory. Uh, <laughs> no, because Dory didn't give a fuck. <laughs> no, she just kept forgetting things. Yeah, but she, she, didn't really, she didn't really, she forgot that she forgot, so she didn't really, you know, yeah. it never affected her. I forget that I forgot. Sometimes. Balloons. I know. Uh, so you guys had a birthday party you went to yesterday. We you and did. Tempe. We went to a friend's birthday party tempe's friend's birthday party yeah one of the ones friends from school yeah it was really great she was the only well she was not originally the only girl but she ended up being the only girl yeah um 
It was it was fun. I love that about her. She because she's got the brother. She can hold her own with the boys, and I want to keep that going because I want her to be one of those girls that yeah, she can be a girly girl. But you fuck with me wrong, I'm gonna break your nose. I didn't show you the pictures yet because um, sent me sent me some pictures. Uh, Damn you! <laughs> I can ask her. I think she'd be fine with it. No, I, I'll I'll um, bleep it out. It's, it's fine. the adult, not a. I know. Child. I'll still bleep it out. It's fine. Um. Where did I go with this? Pictures, anyway, she sent me some you. pictures, mm-hmm. but Tempe's just, um, it's a picture of all these boys and she's just in the middle, like with her little princess pose, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and they did a pinata and that's mm-hmm. always cool. And, right. um, let's see. Um, she was really polite. She was really good, good. For, for the whole party. And I have to say, I, I appreciate and I, and I will, I'm happy with the fact that if she chooses to be only a shithead when she's here. But she's perfectly polite in, yeah. in public. I'll take it. It's yeah. stressful. It sucks, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'd rather the image of my child being, you know, super nice and just. I'm glad that she's using it at the appropriate times. Really, is what it comes down to. So, well, she was super excited to make a card, and so she made a card, mm-hmm. and then she was like, "We didn't get a present," and they we they had asked not to have gifts. Just the gift of your presence right. is enough of a present kind right. of thing. I'm like, okay, but. She really wanted it, so we found a Starbucks gift card to give him. Yeah, because he's um, gluten free, uh, and there's not very many um, sweet treats. Sweet but, treats, but like their their shakes and stuff are right. Right, right. yeah. And um, so that was kind of cool. And um, and no, this is not one of those bullshit. No, he's legit. Like he is legit allergic, like right. hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Like borderline, you know, it almost probably could be considered celiac. I mean, it's pretty bad. Oh yeah, like yeah. he he, it's a really severe reaction. So. Right. Um. Yeah. So we did that, and it was fun. Yeah. While you were doing that, Trent and I went and grabbed the big red flatbed from Papa Joe's house, and uh, got a haircut too. Got him a haircut. Um. But he thought well, as soon as he saw me pulling that car seat out and putting it into that truck, and it's just <laughs> literally it's an F three fifty with a flatbed, and <coughs> it's not like lifted or anything like that. But it's just it's this old beat up like really stout solid you feel every bump on the fucking road through your teeth truck um <laughs> and he thought it was just the, the coolest thing ever and we're, we're getting in we get into it we get moving and we're doing like 30 35 the thing is geared so low that i'm doing 35 and fourth gear and it's still pushing like three grand and so the engine's making a shit ton of noise he's like ooh, this truck going so fast daddy and he's all just happy to be in the truck he thought it was the greatest thing ever to be in that thing and then he got super bummed when we had to go back. <laughs> I'm like, I am not driving this back and forth to work. I'm sorry. No. Uh, <laughs> so, but then we ran to your dad after that and we had a, he had a good time talking with him and, and just kind of doing his own Trent thing and running around and, be, and be doing that. So, uh, we got a lot knocked out this weekend. Uh, uh, yeah, we got a lot more cleaning done. Mm-hmm. got rid of the dresser finally. Yep. Got, um, I've been working on some craft stuff for the Disney trip. We yeah, got yeah. a lot of that stuff done. Yep, got the little kids' mouse ears, and then you work on their shirts. And... I really shouldn't. I shouldn't have. Like, I shouldn't have done any of it. You know, and I try telling him this every time, and you just kind of give me that look like, shut up, old man, so I do. And Well, the only know. reason I, I wanted to is because I remember when I was a kid, you could buy, you can just buy the, you know, standard mouse ear mm-hmm. hats and stuff. But it was always cool to be the person with something different. You know, the, oh, I didn't see those, you know. It was hack one ear off. Yeah, that's different. Anyway, um, and, you know, we're going on a budget. Right. And, you know, if we can at least, if I can spend $10 on making something, 
or For a couple of things uh, instead of you know fifty dollars a piece at the park. Maybe maybe it's worth it a little bit. Oh no, so. I agree. That's why so I'll we go. made T-shirts. I just I it's this thing. Whenever you do this crafty project, you start talking. You have this just cheery optimism about how great this project's going to be and how, how super easy it's going to be and how fast. You know what? Though? And I just sit there, I'm like. But uh-huh. bear with me on this. The ones I made for Tempe, the first ones I made, took me all of like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they look fabulous. Trent's has taken me like an hour and a half and they're still not done and they look like shit. <laughs> and he didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the one that I'm like, oh, she's going to lose it. Because he's like, I, didn't, um, I didn't lose no, it. No, you didn't. I was waiting for it. I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> Because Tempe's are like rock star yeah. ears. They're really awesome. Trent's, he wanted Mickey Mouse ears, but I wanted them to be different. He just looks like a Mickey Mouse got in a street fight, you know, and... and, and well, it's just that one side that's weird. I but I'm going to do the other side red, and then I'm going to put the buttons on each side right. instead. No, it, it'll be fine. I, yeah. I'm I not did. worried. I just... When he, then he tells me, I just want him to be black. I just want him. And I'm like, then we'll just buy the $2 version because those aren't expensive at the right. park. That Because it's just the thing. It's the fancy ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, no, if that's what you want, I'm not going to spend an hour making it. Like, we'll just buy the fucking things. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was, I've been sick too. So it was kind of nice to be home and just doing things around the house instead of being yeah. out and about. No, I was we, we got a lot accomplished this weekend as far as wrapping up more organization and whatnot from that, that wicked move we did. Yeah. And we needed that. So that was a good thing that it happened. Um, <clears throat> I, I can actually sit down and do my work at my desk tomorrow when I'm working from home, which I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so. And I got rid of like eight bags of stuff. Like, yeah toys and stuff. Oh, yeah, we've been on Goodwill and, 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 and pass it down, yep. you know, steam drain going through here, yep. which has been great. Stuff going to your sister's mm-hmm. place, stuff going to friends from work. Friends from work right. Place. right. So Goodwill, you know, I've made like, I don't know, probably five trips to Goodwill over the last week and a half, two weeks, but it's been great because we can get rid of shit. Uh, so I was going to ask you, we, we talked last time on the little, uh, on the last episode about we were trying a new tactic for like, you know, really grinding it into the kids that I was going to be out of town this last week. Yeah. It seemed to my, from my end that it helped as far as they were still kind of emotional at times, but it was more because they were just overly tired from the activities of that day not like freaking out every night. Now, granted, I was really drunk on some of those phone calls, <laughs> so I can't necessarily be the best of a... <laughs> they, they were better in terms, they weren't just constantly talking about right. how, you know, crappy it was that you were gone um i also caved in to myself i really would like for it to be when you're gone i put them to bed the same way we put them to bed when you're here and i get my own bed and everything is great and peachy and eventually we need to get there because Mm -hmm. you're going to be gone enough that that's going to be important right but you caved into letting the little hellion sleep but i decided that this last week and this coming up week they can just be in my bed. If it helps them get to sleep, that's fine. <laughs> I'd sneak out and go crawl into Trent's bed. Be like, oh, fuck you guys. Tempted. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> tempted. <laughs> but I love my bed. I know. It's nice. So once we upgrade Trent's mattress, I probably <laughs> will. <laughs> yeah. That is one of the next big purchases. We got to yep. get all three of them new mattresses. Yep. So, and actually ours is coming up here due soon too. Yeah. Ugh, that's going to be a huge. I want, I kind of want to hold off just a little bit longer till we're just that much less likely to have, you know, 
urine, right. vomit, and drool. Have, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm willing to wait like another year or so. And that's just from you when you're drunk. Right. No. Yeah, <laughs> I have never once pissed or thrown up in bed, ever. <laughs> that has never, ever happened. So, no, I'm just saying, just making it official. That has not happened. I've always made it to the, you know. And I don't ever really barf when I'm drunk. This only happened the one time my mom tried to feed me that poppy seed muffin, but it was either that or I was going to die of alcohol poisoning, so it was a good call on her part. That was right after the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and I still, to this day, I, I look at a poppy seed muffin, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, not a muffin, but a poppy seed uh, roll by Thanksgiving. I'm like, nope. I um, I will throw up if I've gotten to the point where I'm, I've had too much, I'll throw up and, and go to bed. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, it takes a lot to get me there, though. Yeah, no, the only time was that time, but I mean, I, I from what I was told, I, I basically jacked my dad's bottle of Crown and, and went to town and, yeah, did some damage. That rhymed. Yes, it did. So, yeah, Jack but I, I was out of town in L.A., wonderful, wonderful, son. I hear all these songs like California Girls and, <laughs> and all this stuff, and then I go and experience L.A., Tupac seemed to really like it. I not so, at least the part I was in I was not a fan. It was um it was rough. Uh and it really it broke me. <laughs> not because I had to stay in a rough part of town, not because woe is me, I was in a crappy hotel, me all yes, all those things happened, but um specifically an event right at the last day, uh we're out waiting for the hotel or not for the hotel shuttle, but waiting for the the shuttle we had uh we had rented to kind of pick us up and take us to the airport and uh we're all ch- just kind of chit-chatting about the week and what we we're going to do um you know following up for stuff and yada yada and uh all of a sudden one of my coworkers goes is he did he just take his sh- oh oh and i turned around and looked just in time to see this guy had just finished dropping a deuce in the flower bed of this abandoned building across the way from us and then he starts wiping his ass with a uh, paper bag and this is not like your typical um like you could tell this guy's been on the streets for a while or anything like that. He was a very clean camped person, had nice gym shorts on, had a had at one point had a t shirt on, he had that hang on the thing on the um the fence to, in the abandoned building, but you could tell he was on something. There was something like chemically wrong with the dude. He just yeah. wasn't he was not there. Um so if this is and we're talking on like a main thoroughfare here. I mean there's traffic both directions just whizzing by. Um and he, so he does this and he stands up and just kinda of starts like Doing what Trent would do with his penis when he's saying, I hear like it's a banjo, like mm-hmm. kind of playing it when I was kind of flinging it around and all this stuff. And he was a fairly well endowed gentleman, too. So there was quite the show going on there. And it was kind of like a train wreck. We're all kind of like looking at it. And I'm like, oh my. And so we, uh, we sit there and we're, we're kind of watching this thing. And as this whole event first starts to unfold, there was three fire trucks that were coming down the road. They had just like wrapped up responding to some other call or something. I don't know, but I watched them as they drive by. I watched all the firemen in the truck turn and look at the dude as the truck drove by and all three of them proceeded on. I'm like, um, you guys are like the first responders. This is kind of like your deal. I mean, I know it's not like nobody wants to see somebody do dick or, and, or try to confront him when his dick is out, but this is what you're, you had one job kind of a thing. It's what you do. Um, so then there was people that were walking up and down the street. They're like pointing and laughing at them. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, this is like, obviously in the side of town, this happens on a fairly regular basis because they're kind of like, you know, <laughs> laughing and talking and all this stuff. And, and I was like, what in the hell? I, 
I wasn't going to go over there and help the guy or try to do anything because the dude was, he wasn't just jacked up on something else. He was like, the fucker was like rock ripped. He was a big boy. So whatever he was on combined with that, there was no good that was going to come out of that situation if I went over there and tried to talk to him or anything like that. But then we looked down the other side of the street, um, on the same side of the street that he was on, but we looked the other direction and we realized there's a school like two and a half, three blocks down. And when we start seeing moms and, and dads walking their kids to school as this guy is just sitting here for all for all to see. And it was like, oh, fuck. So, well, and my first reaction when you're telling me this story is that would never happen in Portland. No. Like, I, I hate to toot Portland's horn because it gets tooted quite often. But somebody would have stopped. But that would never yeah, happen it would have gotten handled pretty damn quick. Oh, it would have been all over the freaking five o'clock news. Right, right. So, which is both good and bad. Um so we went, ended up running back in there and getting the somebody getting the hotel manager to call the cops and whatnot. And but even then, we still were there for like another ten, fifteen minutes past that point, and the okay. cops hadn't showed up before we left. Um, and it was just it was one of those times where you really kind of you, as a society, at times you almost like we're we're fucked. Like is this is what we're bringing our kids into. Like we have the, this gentleman. Granted, there are certain reasons why I wouldn't approach him, and I am sure a lot of other people have that same problem, but. It was very coincidental that three ro- three separate fire trucks all drove by and none of them stopped to help them, even though that's their fucking job. Um, and it was just like, what is, what the hell? <laughs> what is it about, you know? And, and then, of course, I'm thinking like, God damn, these kids, got, how do you explain that to a kid? How do you, I mean, how do you explain to your kid is in school? Like, well, he took a substance, you know, dare kids, this is why we dare, you know, <laughs> and this whole thing. And it was just the cap to the end of the week. The rest of the week had been rough as far as the, the accommodations go. Um, and it was, it was just bad news bears all the way around. So, but it just, it, that, it, it kind of like, it warped me the rest of the day. Not that I had seen some dude's dick or anything like that, but just because, what I saw this guy, he was like, he was sitting there at one point sitting there rocking and kind of picking at his face. So he was definitely, like, he was feeling the creepy crawlies and all that shit. Um, having one hell of a bad fucking trip and there was like nobody around to help him. And this was on top of the fact that I'd already experienced like no less than probably 15 different homeless camps throughout the city. It just been walking back and forth to the convention center we were at and whatnot. Um, had a homeless lady. She was going to go cop a squat in front of a tree and take a leak. And then she saw me coming. So she w- she was very polite and waited till I passed and then did it behind me. But, I mean, it was just there's some serious gentrification or something going on in this part of the, of, of the city where you can see they're, they're building all these new, like, posh, you know, they have all these uh, apartments now. You know, big city living. You know, we've got all the amenities. We've got the fitness room and this. And they're, they're touting how all this modern, you know, living and this and that. But the rest of the neighborhood is just pure and utter shit. So it's like, okay, I see what's happening here. You guys are moving in, doing all this stuff, bringing up property rates. It's become too expensive for these people to live there anymore. And then this kind of shit collects for a while. And eventually it's going to get swept out. But where the fuck is it going to go? Because you're just going to have to to shift somewhere. And it's going to become somebody else's problem in the city. And I've seen that happen in Portland, too. And it's it's one of those things that you're just like, God damn. (laughs) How can we really be this fucked as a society, you know, that we're just like, eh. And I don't know. It was just, it was. I don't want to get overly political on the no, show. No, I don't. But I don't either. There's, but it, there's ways to fix it, but yes. it takes everybody wanting to fix it and being willing to do what it takes to fix it. Mm-hmm. Up to and including. Yeah, anyways. No, I'm not going to go there. Um, but it was just. <laughs> for me, it was one of those things that what pissed me off about the entire situation, more so than nobody helping out their fellow man, was this kind of shit shouldn't be anywhere near 
a, an elementary school. Mm-hmm. Period. You shouldn't have because what's what's inherent with most homeless camps. Granted, that we have some that are we actually have a couple here in Oregon that are examples of of where it's going right. But notoriously, when you have these squatter camps where they're not where they're not legal, you get the druggies, you get the ones who are you know hard up that are whacked out. That d- does not need to be located anywhere near a school ever. You you should do whatever it takes to make sure that is not anywhere by a school. Um, and to see how openly and flagrantly all this shit was being done around the school is just kind of. You know, that pissed me off because, like I said, I didn't realize there was a school there up until that morning. Then I'm, like, thinking back on all the week's events, like, fuck, man, this is fucked up, you know? (laughs) So, um, it was, yeah, it was just one of those things that was like, that's not, that's not something we need to have our kids having to experience. And then that parlays into, then what kind of an example are we showing our kids when you Mm -hmm. can't help out these people and, and, and. Um, so... That that kind of that that wrecked me that day, and then it was just from there it was a downhill spiral because you know I had all the crap of the hotel with you know fifteen minute long waits for elevators and shit like that, um, to uh, the 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 Japanese rock band that decided to um, throw a party in the room next door to me the last day. That was kind of both. I almost went over there and just like not like wanted to knock on the door like, but I, I they, none of them spoke English. I remember <laughs> seeing them all and people trying to talk to me in English like uh, so there was no way I could go over there. I'm like. Most I could do is go look and go, uh, sake? And like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to drink, you know? <laughs> but, uh, drinky, drinky. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and they had their, uh, groupies there, which were, damn. These are like those K pop. I know. Okay. Oh, my God. So you're trying to explain this to me, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's. He's like hard up for these chicks. No, it was just because you were talking like they were the short skirts and they're like no, if you bend over like and it, <laughs> the, it was just they were. I mean, I had never seen. I had never. I I've seen the videos. I've seen. I heard people talking about it. But it was one of those until you like much like a crackhead taking a shit <laughs> in a flower bed until you witness that in real life. It's just it doesn't really affect you. <laughs> you look at you like whoa, and then you, then you start questioning yourself. You're like. First off, I know that, that traditionally some Asian cultures, they hold their age very well. So it's like, do you look that young because you are that young? You should not be fucking wearing those clothes. <laughs> or you look that young because you're not that young, but you just look that I just got to look. Ah, da, da. Nice to see you. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just that whole. It, yeah, it was it was just strange. It was like, but it was only like the last day that happened. But um, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was just a weird week, and then had the dude throwing up in the uh, the airplane ride home. That was awesome. So, and it was like it wasn't even like you know your standard puke. It was like when you hear like those really super disgusting and like just I'm not gonna redo it here on the on the show because it might make some people grossed out. But it was just when like I had my headphones and I had a podcast going. I'm like, oh shit, somebody just puked. Like I. <laughs> And then I pull my pop one of my head earbuds out, and I hear somebody like, "Oh, ugh. I'm like, yep, okay, putting that back in, crank the volume back up." So, um, you get to fly one more time this week, right? Then- back to that same hellhole in the airport. Um, so, but yes, we're gonna go to Disney. Disneyland. Were you plan to record some? Yes, we are gonna. Park? Next week's show isn't really gonna get recorded. I, I don't know when it's going to get released, so just bear with us. It, it might be a it might be a late release, It'll, but because we're going to be doing little bits and pieces from Disneyland on our portable recorder as we're there. But I don't know when I'm going to sit down. You'll have time to toss and on maybe the computer you'll, and you'll do a, a couple of those little bits, little bits right. next week, and then a full episode the week exactly. after. So or... we'll figure it out. But it's just it's, it's going to be kind of rocky because we are going on vacation. So you got to bear with us on that part. Um, there was something really 
funny Trent did today I wanted to talk about. Now I've lost it. I should have taken it down. That's the one weird thing about doing this podcast. There are times when something will happen in life. I'm like, that was hilarious. And you know what's going to make it better? I can talk about the show. I got The booby so, song? Oh, yeah. The boobies in my face. He loves that song. <laughs> I came across that on Vine. There's some guys that did a video there. And the whole thing is just the whole song is about um. I might play I it at the end. I want boobies in my face? Yeah, I might play it at the end of the show. This song's about titties. Captain of the ship on this motorboating trip. It is slippery in the middle, so your face might slip. So put a hand on an other, another on the other. I told you once, I'm gonna tell you again. I'm a motorboating lover. I like the big ones, I like the small ones, I like the real ones. In the night, replace my face with my in the middle where it's warm, just like in a porn. It's not a phase I'm going through. Love boobies since I was born. I like the big ones, I like the small ones, I like the real ones.
But it's it was Trent's song. I mean, I played it for her coworker. I'm like, tell me this isn't my son. I hit play, and she starts cracking up. She's like, he's felt me up more than once. I know it's him. I'm like, yep, that is all he's about. <laughs> so, but no, it wasn't that though. But that it is weird having to stop and like take notes on your life, so, so you, you don't forget the funny stuff to put it into the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. <clears throat> I'm trying to see here. I'm looking at my stuff real quick. And did you do? So you can tell we're all Disneylandified because yeah. oh, we're like yeah. worn out. And uh, yeah, um, and I'm okay. So Halloween is normally like a favorite time of year for me, and I want to do the pumpkin patch and the pumpkin carving and the costume designing and the stuff and the stuff and the other thing. And this year I'm like Disney, 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 Disney. Oh, Halloween's happening! Shit! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> And see, for me, that's every holiday. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that I, I, I don't, I like all holidays pretty much equally the same, um, but they always, always sneak up on me. Well, like, it's not even about whether, because yes, it's sneaking up on me, but I mean, I just don't even have the, normally, even if it sneaks up on me, I want to do stuff. Right. And this time I'm like, eh, I don't care. It, it, who cares about Halloween when we're going to Disneyland? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I am. I don't. I'm of the opposite. I'm like, I. I've never been like back except for when I was like a super little kid. I've never been one who was like super super stoked for any one particular holiday. Um, then having the things that happened at the end of my last uh, uh, marriage at the time they happened made that particular holiday rough for a while. Trying to you know be okay with you know Christmas again as far as that goes, and then also coming and extricating myself from a religion yeah and and then kind of having the the conflict the conflict of interest because there's nothing really wrong with the holiday per se but at the same time you're it's like i don't want to do it for all the same reasons that everybody else wants to do it so it's um yeah it's 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 different and then the mormon missionaries showed up okay that that actually no that pisses me off i need to ask you about that um because I'm sorry, but they're no 007s. You've got a different last name than when you had the ward. You It's officially been changed. Officially at the ward? I'm sure I'm sure on the church records it's been changed. <clears throat> See, that shit pisses me off. But still, going off the auspice that it hadn't been changed yet, there's only one way that I know of that they could have found us. There's lots of ways I know of. That, you know, makes sense to me as far as... I bet I know what happened. Okay, go for it. One of my clients is in that ward. Oh. And I bet she asked, you know, because if a name appears... Because officially, that's where I should be going, so... Um, so, like, when you moved, did they, like, notify the other ward that this person should be attending, and if they're not, they're a bad human being, and we no. need to flog them? Or what the hell is that about? So, be- these are look the- at it. Okay, for a moment, put yourself in the shoes right. of a, um active, believing Mormon. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when they, when somebody's moved and their their records have come in, and it set, says on there, you know, inactive or whatever. They look at that as a somebody who has fallen away, who needs support, who like. They are genuinely trying to help. They're not. They're not. 
it's not like you're being graded or anything. They're just seeing, oh, this person is inactive. Maybe it's because they don't know anybody. I'll introduce my, you know, like, and then they will usually send the missionaries as well because that's their job. I mean, literally, that's their job. Right. Well, but here's my question, though. We didn't notify the previous ward that you were moving. It's not, but there's only certain ways they can find that kind of information out. And, you know, and we have said to that person many, many times that I don't, I don't think it was her, honestly. I'm just saying it doesn't, there's, I, I, this is something that bothers me having grown up in a family where my grandma was Jehovah's Witness Mm -hmm. and she would specifically make it her goal that whenever we moved and she got our address so she could write letters with us all of a sudden the local J-Dub starts showing up and it was always it was it was one of those things we knew exactly who it was because it wouldn't happen until after the first correspondence back and forth mm-hmm. in letter form with her happened then all of a sudden within a week like fucking clockwork and well if that was the case though she would have done it so much longer ago no because we had her we had her straightened out for a period of time when we first moved and then she went through all this crap with the the bypass surgery and went off a rocker there for a while. Remember the um, email I got about how I need to go to counseling? Here's a nice Christian church down the road, blah, 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 blah. Because, you know, I don't know how to be in a marriage, basically. And I'm like, oh, there's so many things I could say about that that <laughs> coming from you are so wrong, but I don't want to. Um, and so it was just that that's where it kind of gets me is that, you know, it's very possible that in and amongst all that time in the hospital where she was just mulling about and whatnot. All I wanted, all, all I want to know is that if you in passing at some point in the 15 plus hours, you guys are in the car, if that topic could happen to come up and go, Oh, by the way, this happened. That didn't, that wasn't either of you, was it? Because I thought we were over this kind of a thing because next time I, I've, I've got, see, it bugs you, but it doesn't bug me at all. Like, it, well, I don't, I don't care even a little bit, but see, the reason I care is because a, I don't want you at my house. It, it, who cares? I do. See, to me, it, who cares? It's, it's they just, come up, they said hello, I said hi. Well, it's not. It's left. not just them. It's not just them. Um, I, this is you know, I feel I that way. Care. I feel that way about the high school kids that knock for I fundraisers. Know. I just like, you're a curmudgeonly old man. When it comes to my pro- uh, my property and my my home, yeah, just stay the fuck away. You have unless I have said party, come visit me. You have no need to be here. You have no need. To, now, if you're broke down outside, you need your car fixed, and you need help, whatever, totally okay then. But if you're wanting to hit me up for money or whatnot, go stand out in front of the wall like everybody else does, you know, or whatever. Just that kind of shit. You don't come knock on my door at the dinner hour. I just don't. I but don't know. I, no, but I've taken a different approach to it now. I'm going to now turn this into sport. See, you shouldn't do that. No, because though, I, no, actually, here's but no, it's not, I'm not doing it to be mean. I actually want to sit down and have a sincere conversation with these guys. I know that it's. I going don't to- because I know that there's. Listen, if you're dedicated enough to take two years out of your young adult life to go teach other people about your religion, mm-hmm. me being an asshole isn't going to change your mind. No, <laughs> but it's one of those things that if you're that dedicated, I want to know if you're dedicated to the actual cause. Who or cares? Just, I do. I just want, I have questions. <laughs> I have questions. They, you know, if they, they're the ones that are saying, hey, look, will you have answers for the questions you have? Okay. <laughs> if Let anything, it gives some good practice, I suppose. I right. don't, but I just, as long as you're, respectful in it oh, i yeah, don't care yeah i wouldn't be i, mean, I, I wouldn't be disrespectful i wouldn't you know 
I'd never be like, you're stupid, you're an idiot, whatever, but I, would just, I do have actual valid questions of, hey, by the way, did you know that X, Y, and Z is present and is part of your church? How would you feel about something like that happening to your little sister? Or, you know, what about that is, and those are the questions I truly have for people. Except and, and those all, people are trained to deflect those questions. I know, and I know, but them. we'll see how, we'll see, but that's the whole, that's the point, is that it's going to go one of two ways. They're, they're going to start talking, they're going to start, you know, giving answers or whatever, or we're going to become the black, we're going to become the giant red A, right? Like, just, just don't go there. Either way, my goal is met. I get my questions answered, or they stop coming to my fucking house. <laughs> Either way, I'm totally okay with both <laughs> options because it, it is one of those things that I, I I've said it before. I'll say it again. Mormons are some of the nicest fucking people I've ever met. But having extricated myself from religion, looking back at some of the stuff, I go back. I'm like, what allowed me to buy into that and to to really think that that was okay and that this this and this you know those questions I had for myself I start having them for other people and it's it's where I want to have a respectful dialogue with somebody mm-hmm. because it's, it's what I, I want to, I do want to know but I want to know is it like is the, it's the same thing for Scientologists and whatnot is it the whitewash truth or is it this and it's one of the and the reason part of the reason for that is so that I want to be able to show my kids how to ask those questions too because I don't want them. Whatever religion they want to choose, fine with me. But I, I want to make sure they're not just blindly being a zealot for it just because. Well, and you know. speaking of that, our kids have gotten awfully weirdly religious in the last little while, right. too. Like bedtime prayers. Have to do the bedtime prayers. But I know why Tempe wants to do it because Ezra does it. But Ezra has had the exact same prayer for the last, what, four or five years? No, this has been the same prayer he's had since as far as long as he could speak. Yeah. And he just says the exact same thing every night. But the best part, in of fact, part, even when that person is not, it, it, that's my favorite part. Is he always you know pray that my dad's kept safe while he's out of town? Yeah. Even when my dad's not out of town, and I'm like, dude, he's in town. Oh yeah, I forgot. And the next night, say it all over again. I'm like, dude, he's still in town. He never, and he but never. But it's it's, it's 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 one of those ingrained habits. And I mean, he, it's almost like yeah. Um, but he literally can't go to sleep if he doesn't do it. And it's almost like um, Catholics saying the Lord's Prayer. Like right. he says it so fast and so unintelligibly. It's that like it's just it's there. <laughs> see, that's part of, and that's part of where I feel bad myself because he got the most exposure to that? church and all that while we were going through that whole phase. And now I'm like, how do I go back on it? <laughs> well, not so much. Just show him like, hey, I screwed up. I, I in my opinion, this was a mistake. I shouldn't have continued this particular family heritage on i shouldn't have done this with you um but here are the reasons why i sought it out at the time i was going through a divorce i was going through this rough patch things were you know the one thing that had always been a solid footprint in my life had been not necessarily the people at the church but just the church itself um and so but it's hard you can't really explain that to your 11 year old son especially when you know like you said, he just rattles this stuff. It's so it becomes such an ingrained part of his psyche. When even he says he doesn't believe in God, right? But he says a prayer every night. It's right. like okay. And then Tempe's like, "Well, I want to start saying a prayer." I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "Well, how do I do it?" I'm like, "Well, just say what you're thankful for." <laughs> but then my favorite. But she doesn't say any of the lead up. She just goes, "You flowers, life, God, Amen." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the funniest thing. It's like. It's like 
it's a nice prayer. I don't. It's the prayer you always want at the end of your service, like you know, yeah. hurry it the fuck up, come on, man, <laughs> shut up. And then Trent just goes, and, and Trent's whole thing, his he just wants to say amen. Yeah, he goes amen, Ezra, <laughs> amen, Tempe, and then walks upstairs. He's like, drop the mic, what the fuck off stage, cleared it all out. <laughs> Simplest prayer ever. Peace. Well, and Tempe's always talking like, well. Who made God? Like she, she's got some. Right. She's got some very existential freaking right. questions here. And I'm like, honey, I'm sorry, but I don't have the answers to these questions. I, I. Here's what I think. And, and it's really hard for me to say this out loud because of the way I was raised. But like, I don't believe in God. Right. Like every now and then I get kind of hopeful and I like wish put universal wish powers out there and like, please what? do this thing right. for me. Oh, mighty thing that resides in consciousness or something. Right. But I mean, I don't, eh, I, I wouldn't say I'm atheist, definitely agnostic. Don't really know what's out there or yeah. what happened or what caused it. For fuck, for all we know, our quote unquote God could be the aliens that deposited yeah. us on. Perhaps Scientology has it right. And Zulu, <laughs> you know, Lord Zulu or whatever, not Zulu, Lord uh, Zenon, Zenu, Zenu, Lord Zenu. Um, <laughs> Zenon, Zulu, Zulu. The, you can see why people shouldn't believe him. And you know where he got his inspiration from. Um, but so it's, you know, it's. That could very well be. So that's where I'm kind of at. Is, and, and it's hard to explain that to a to a kid. It's like, you know, I mean, I always, I, I do it. I'm like, hey, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's out there. I don't know what's going to happen. I know that here's why I no longer follow this particular religion. And I lay it all out there. And <clears throat> in fact, I got, I got drug into one of those discussions at a, at a lunch when we first landed there in LA because my immediate, my immediate supervisor is extremely religious he's extremely conservative and most of the time he's very good about keeping it out of work-related things but he happened to start going off on the the um those damn dirty muslims and islamists and whatnot um and all that uh during the um this lunch or this yeah this lunch we were having and finally i just looked at him i said so and so normally i consider you a very very intelligent person I'm like, but the crap that I'm hearing coming out of your mouth is the same crap I heard coming out of people's mouth back during the social rights movement, only it was directed at black people instead of brown people. And then I just started laying into him. And I'm like, da 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 You know, I'm just like, Brina, I'm like, when you're, you're talking about how, how these people are willing to kill this, that, and the other thing, I'm like, what about the Crusades? When your beloved religion went on a goddamn worldwide fucking rampage and stomped on everybody's dick. And just on and on and on. And he did that classic thing where he was getting defeated in an argument. So he immediately switched the topic back to something work related that I couldn't not talk about. And then just we, we passed on from that point. Um, but it's, it's, it's stuff like that. It's, I don't want my kids having that closed minded worldview because of. If they want to go to a church because they like the social involvement yeah. or whatever, totally okay. But I want them to be able to do more than I did for a long time, which is actively think. And see, and I, I, I remember back to being younger when my parents were taking me out. I was thinking about it. I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It, but I didn't want to disappoint my parents. Or not fit in with the other. Well, had nothing. No. Oh, the, the for, other for, kid, me, for me, see, it for, does have to do with that social, like, for, like well, if everybody else is believing it and I are. If everybody else is feeling this feeling right. and I'm not feeling it, there's something wrong right. with me. Right. And well, so I better pretend to feel it as much as they feel it or I there will they, they will know. Right. <laughs> and and for me it was unlike and I'm saying this from the, my limited experience with how they do it. 
what I was in was a little more accepting in our youth group of all types. Yeah. You could go there and, and know that you'd go out and get high that night, whatever, and we'd still bring you in and let you keep coming back. Yeah. And the other ones don't seem as forgiving. No. So um, it wasn't like that was never an issue there as far as being afraid that these people, I were, I'm still really good friends with a lot of them now, would, would not accept me. It was just one of those things that my parents, it was something my parents wanted me to do and I didn't want to let them down. Um, and so it was... I just went ahead, and because also it it did give me that social outlet when I was once again though, I look back on it now and it was always fulfilling something that I was lacking elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I had a horrible time in high school, minus a few really good people that I'm still acquaintances with today or friends with today. Um, so my social outlet was the youth group at church, mm-hmm. and those were all my friends and still are my friends now. Um, there are some that I've cut ties with because they went down the deep end as far as you know the Uber. You know, you're, you're, if you're not coming to church, I can't talk to you kind of thing. It's like, okay, well, you have fun with that. Um, and then there's other ones that we've always been there for each other and, you know, and we'll always be there for each other. Um, and so that part of it I really appreciate having, but I want to help my kids be able to at least actively think and make a decision for themselves as to either, yes, I'm going to buy in wholesale to this this sales, you know, sales pitch or I'm going to go here for this and just be very... But I want them to be. I want them to be able to be where I wasn't, which is very candid with what they wanna, with what their intents are, and and not be like you said, buying into the. Well, if they feel that way, I should act like I'm feeling that way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did the whole speaking in tongues, quote unquote, thing, and looking back on it, I'm just like, ah. you know. And then the one thing that really started the whole that started the whole downward spiral for me. I don't remember if you remember this, but back when we were going to that church together as a family kids were up in youth group pastor puts on the video where they had somebody doing a brain scan while they were speaking in tongues and they're like absolutely no brain activity whatsoever was occurring as this person's doing this and they thought it was like the great yeah see that's the lord blessing us that is god talking through us blah blah blah, blah. and the, the, he's the dudes and i'm like hold on hold on hold on let's look at this from the other side of the spectrum here you're saying the dude's dumb there's nothing, there's no thought, thinking, there's no thoughting going on up top there when this is happening. So, you know, <clears throat> and that's when I finally started going, you know, what am I, am I really wanting to give my, bring my kids into this? And I'm not, if you guys do that with your family, totally okay. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have a problem with people doing it. It, it it's not for us. It's not. I can't, I can't do it. And, and, and once again, if I, I would love anybody that wants to talk religion with me i don't mind talking it i don't mind discussing it as long as it doesn't devolve into just like with a conversation that 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 was after a half an hour of me listening to this guy speak mm-hmm. about how horrible these people were and it finally delved into there's nothing more than them they're muslims is evil that's all he had to say i'm like okay this is and, and i finally had it and i said shit i said you know who um <laughs> i can't believe i just did that fuck me um and that's when I was unlike, and that's the part that bothers me is that it's, it's, I don't, I don't want the, 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 I don't want them to have that hatred towards somebody else they have never had an experience with personally yeah, and have no true reason to feel that way about them. Granted, there are extremists, but there are extremists in every group. So be pissed off at them, not at the entirety of. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> and for me, I mean, I don't. I, I've not been in a in a situation where there's a lot of hatred going on. Right. That's not generally my experience. <clears throat> I just it's hard 
when everybody's drinking Kool-Aid. Right. And you're like, wait. <laughs> it does, as, as a child growing up, when you don't buy into that, but everybody else buys into that, it does do some really funky shit to your psyche mm-hmm. and to your, your you know you just kind of you, you do start almost thinking like am i defective am i broke you're mm-hmm. talking to somebody who spent three years with ingrown toenails because i was trying to pray the pain away and pray the the you know mm-hmm. because if i had the faith of a mustard seed god would pay me back tenfold mm-hmm. and i did god damn it did i and nothing ever happened and it's mm-hmm. like okay so at what point do you st- you know and 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 so and that's what I just don't want to see my we always want better for our children mm-hmm. so I don't want to see my kids go through that same struggle um without having at least wanting you know I come to find out now that I could have gone back and talked to my mom about it most certainly because she went through a lot of the same crap but I was just so afraid to let them down or, or upset them or anything else like that. And also it was kind of a ploy too. If I did those things, I pretty much had the law of the land as far as doing whatever the hell I wanted. So it was almost like at the same time, okay, I'll go to church once a week and spend a couple hours at youth group in the middle of the week. And then you guys stay off my back while I drink and smoke and do all this shit. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the other thing I'm trying to avoid too, is if my kids are doing those things, I want them Hey, if you're drunk, call me. I'll come yeah. pick you up. Yeah. I would much rather. And I know a lot of people say that and then they don't live up to it. You know, like, mm-hmm. but I. Yeah, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. There's an, I, I mean, you can never not be upset. But I'm going to know that you're okay. And then if I have to, I'll hold your hair back while you barf your guts out in the toilet and then laugh hysterically at you. Because, like, I told you there's better ways we could have accomplished this. But, hey, um. So it's just a weird, it's a weird juxtaposition and a weird way to be where you've got so much of this is so polarized on, on TV and everything else right now, as far as, you know, you've got the Muslims are bad. These people are good. This is this, this is that. You've got these people that are religious that come knock on your doors. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And it's like all this shit our kids are exposed to and, I want them to be able to think freely for themselves and not just buy into the bullshit that I feed them as far as, you know, well, this is the one true God or whatever, because I don't have the authority to know that. I don't. I it's just not, you know, mm-hmm. so. It suddenly became a mini religious out there for a second. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. That was weird. So we can move on to a rant. Funny, funny ha-ha's. Yes. Let's, uh, it should work this time. We can not be like where we have to... I, 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 and I want to get this out on air really quick. <clears throat> so he contacted me after the episode aired. He's like, do you guys not like when I do this? I'm like, buddy, what? And he's like, well, your comments were super, super weird on this last episode. I said, oh, no, no, no. Here's what happened. I had this huge problem. I couldn't play it live on the show. So I'm like, okay, here. And I like, we'll insert this awkward silence and then we'll laugh hysterically afterwards. And we were trying to riff on the fact that we had no fucking clue what you said <laughs> because we didn't have a chance to listen to it live. And I had a talk. He goes, oh my God, that's hysterical. <laughs> and then he starts laughing. So no, I felt really bad. I'm like, no, dude, that's not at all what it was. It was totally a technical malfunction on my part. And he felt like we hated his stuff. And we just had no way of, we weren't going to, we didn't have the balls to tell him. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh no, we have balls. Right. So I told him, I said, I, like to use what Eric would say, I'm not going to wax your car. I'm going to, if, if I don't like it, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to, yeah. you know, so yeah. I apologize again, Will, for making you think like we don't this love you. This is the second time he's, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> maybe that way for me. Maybe you're just a little bit of a testy, you know, a, a too sensitive Wookie there, buddy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the, that, the other time, I, I almost felt it, too, and I talked to you about it afterwards, and it was because there was a real estate shit going down oh, the phone yeah. while we were on the episode, which was different. So, um, no, but I, I can get why he felt that way on that particular one. So I'm going to see if I can make this thing... It should all be jiving here. Did you have something you want to say? No. Okay, you look like you're getting ready to say something. I was, and then I forgot. Oh. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. So if all goes well. Hello, Justin and Jody of the Bad Parenting Podcast. This is Slacker, and I am once again at work driving this stupid little truck to deliver parts to unappreciative people. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> this morning, I was getting the kids ready for school. A a 12-year-old and a 15-year-old. And, of course, you know, they are like, Oh, my God, life is so hard. I'm so tired. I have to go to school. My life sucks. Yeah. That's what I have to deal with with life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we get in the car, my little Toyota Prism. Uh, sorry, Geo Prism. We get in it, get ready to go. I'm backing up the driveway, and my little one, the 12-year-old, goes, Wait, Dad, I'm not strapped in. So I slow the car, stop, and I'm like, Come on, hurry up. Then she can't. And I look over my shoulder, and once again, she has pulled the, the freaking seatbelt so hard, she has jammed it. She has done this in the past, and I have had to take in the damn thing apart to fix it. Okay. I was rather agitated this morning. She's like, it's not my fault. So I look at her like, so Bigfoot climbed back there and fucking pulled on it. <laughs> no, this is your fault. Get out of the car. I jump out, run around, try to fix it real quick. Even though knowing it's fucking fucked. It's, it's just no. So I tell her to get over behind my seat and she's going to have to sit over there. Well, I had a couple of things on the seat. An old shirt, hat, blah, blah, blah. She starts handing me all this shit. <laughs> and all of a sudden, her picture ID falls out of all this shit. Now, to give you some backstory, we have been searching for this fucking thing. For like six months since the last time they went out of town when she needed it. And I've been yelled at saying that I lost it, even though I wasn't the one that went out of fucking town. I stayed home. And, but yet here it was, laying there on the seat, right next to where she always sits. And she looks at it and then looks up at me and she's like, I can look at their face of this little sweet angel and she's like, Oh fuck, I'm in so much shit. <laughs> and I look back at her, I'm like, Honey, you're in so much shit. I'll talk to you whenever I get home in the next week or two, whenever I'm done fucking working. Well, I didn't yell fucking at her, but I told her I'd we'd have a talk. Uh, that's my rant. I am going to go try to go crawl behind a box and go to sleep somewhere. You guys have a lovely evening. Bye, guys. That does bring up a point. <clears throat> Getting children out of bed and ready for school or ready and for anything. off to school in the morning is like the worst ever. And you miss it 99.99% of the time. I, you are gone already. I agree. But I'll, I will. one thing I will say is that I spent the first six plus years yes. of Ezra's But it was life. just one. Just one kid. No, but I had him trained like a fucking Swiss he watch. He still is trained very well. Right. See? And I and I have to say some of that and no offense to you, but some of that comes into play with the fact that I am a person that is okay in the mornings. Therefore, I make him be okay in the mornings, and I make them like when I'm doing it, they just 
but when you're over here like what the time is it and so that does and i'm not saying it's all you but it you know <clears throat> there are certain things that i do i will say this bullshit on they get ready for you just fine when you're yeah no they do and they have no there's always an altercation or a little problem of some sort but it's not as it's not always as bad as you know it makes it seem but part of what i do differently than you do is that i'm always up a good hour to a half hour before them so that all my shit is done it doesn't so matter that, if all my shit is done or not. So I that way I've I tried just, it both ways. Trust me. That way I can just strictly focus on. Okay, if I if Tempe needs this meltdown fix, I fix that. And if Trent needs that one done, and that's what I do. And that's about as, be- as good as I'm going to get it. And I remember that, and that's fine. I remember that from Ezra too. That no matter what, ultimately, there was always still a meltdown or something happening. But it was a lot easier to handle and deal with when I didn't have my own shit to have to take yeah. care of as well. I agree with that. But this that's not what's been going wrong lately. Yeah, it has nothing because my shit is taken care of right. beforehand. It's it's trying to get them all without waking them all up mm. an extra hour early, right. which would not solve things. Um, I've got a six-year-old who wants to act like a three-year-old and a three-year-old who wants to act like a three-month-old. Mm-hmm. She wants everything done Never, for her. Right. She wants me to put her clothes on. She right. wants me to put her socks on. She wants me to put her shoes on. And I, but I, and I will and say I don't, that, that directly, I don't have a problem with that. And I and I think that's where, and I, once again, I'm not saying this is something you're doing wrong, but I think that is where um, the difference in how kids react and behave from moms versus dads, you know, because one of the things that I've watched her do, and I actually pulled her on it today, was she'll do something and she'll test it. And when when she sees that you're so busy or so you're you're actively thinking about something else but you just do your instant mom instinct thing you pull her in and do whatever she's asking you to do without even acknowledging it and then she gets exactly what she wants she gets you to do the thing for her and you don't even realize that at the time that you've done the thing for her that she wanted you to do and then that feeds into that thing so when she tried pulling that to you and you're having that conversation today and she just crawled right up on top of you and you just kind of grabbed onto her and pulled her in and gave her a hug which was great but we'd also have the conversation of you don't face hug mommy Unless you've asked mommy, is it okay to kind of be face hugging you first? But, you know, literally, she's like a goddamn alien face hugger. She's like, <laughs> and she just wraps onto you. Um, and she did that. And, and you were just in the conversation flow and doing your normal thing. You just, okay, pull it in. I'm going to keep the conversation going. It didn't even register for you until I came and extricated her off you. And you kind of looked at me for a second. And then <clears throat> I sat temperance down and said, hey, what have we talked to you? And then she plays. <clears throat> what have we talked to you about? And then she tries to play dumb and whatnot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, there there is some of that because it's just the difference in how moms and dads handle things. Well, the big thing right now is that I say, Tempe, do this thing. Right. I've got it done, you know, ready for her to do. Yep. I walk away. I come back and sh- none of it's And done. that's just been throughout her entire existence right now, though. That happens with everything. Telling her to sit there and eat is like, she's like, eh, fork to the forehead. Oh, it poked my eye. I mean, she just, it's like, there is nothing. But I remember Ezra going through this dumbass phase, too. Yeah. And it's. Each stage is equally as frustrating as the stage before, but for completely different reasons. It's really sad when it's just Tempe and Trent, I can get out of the house pretty quickly. If I add in Ezra, it adds in a chaos element where nine times out of ten, at some point, I have to break up a fight between Ezra and Tempe, and and that takes longer than... And that's the part that I'm really trying to harp on him about in day-to-day life is because he tries to... 
correct and correct fix and things. fix and, and parent things instead of worrying about himself. Yeah. And then he gets himself in a mess because then he's not ready to go. Or like I ask him to, knowing that it that he usually is ready to go, I will ask him to do something for me. Like, hey, will you pour your sister some cereal? Right. And then that somehow it always escalates. But instead into a of going fight. in and pouring her cereal, he you know. Like I would do, he goes in and he asks her, "What color bowl do you want?" Right, and she says, "Pink." Oh, well, we don't have pink, and, you know, and it like turns into so, a thing. And, but like, that, and that's just where he, he doesn't have the experience of yeah. don't offer up more than you. I mean, I, he's trying to be a sweet big brother, right. and then it blows or, his face. I mean, and very often it's not him trying to be a sweet big brother. But, in that example, but in that example, yes. Um, but sometimes it's her being just a bitch. bitch. Oh yeah, and then and then Trent. In and of himself is not difficult. I usually, in fact, wait till the last minute to wake him up because he's so much easier to deal with. Yeah, just get you put clothes on and we're going to go somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Like he, I, he wakes up. I strip off his jammies. I put on his regular clothes and I bring him down here and I put on his shoes. The worst thing, though, lately has been that he's got a shoe thing going on like Tempe did. Uh, yes. Like all shoes are uncomfy. Something's wrong with it kind of thing. And... um. I've had to do some shoe modifications. Yeah, and, and and you know, I let that one go. Well, th- I wouldn't have done it except there actually was a flaw in the I shoe. Know. I know. I let that one go because just the day before that had happened, I or, or within very close proximity, he had tried pulling the same crap with me, and I'm like, "Your shoes are fucking fine. You will put them on. You will wear them. We are going to leave the house, and you're going to be happy about it. Do you understand me?" He goes, "Yes, steady. Puts them on, and he was fine the rest of the day. So it's one of those if they know that they can push you on it situation but if there was truly i mean like i said you said there was a defect in the shoe yeah that's fine and i I wasn't going to do it to one side and not the other right no i I get it that's fine so but it was just one of those things like i because it just kind of fed into the and i am to an extent a path of least resistance parent if if you say there's something wrong with the shoe and that that thing being fixed will make you just put the shoe on from here on out and just put it on okay i will do the thing because if if that takes 30 seconds off my day for the next six months Worth it. <laughs> right. No, I, I, get, I get you there. So, yeah. But no, I, I feel his pain because trying to get, like, temperance, she some days will buckle herself in the problem. Other days mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I'm all thumbs. <laughs> I can't. And, and she's, like, drooling on. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And, yeah, it, so. And then the Or whole, the handing you the stuff thing. Uh, because I. Ezra does that all I the time. I freaking live in my car, it feels like. Yeah. Um. So my car seats always have stuff in it. And Ezra, I have him trained now to not do anything, which mm-hmm. is almost worse. But now, but originally he'd go in there and he'd start moving all my shit around. And he'd like pile it up and put it here. And and I'm like, just just wait for me to deal right. with it. And now he just stands there doing nothing and just looking at me like, you know that cartoon mom, the tap, 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 tap mm-hmm. with the foot kind of? Mm-hmm. He just looks at me like, are you going to do something about this? Are you going to take care of this? <laughs> this is a problem. Yeah. And even when it's just one thing. Right. I'm like, okay, there's got to be a happy medium. There's yeah, there has to, to be. be. We just got to find it. Where is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Disney. We're going to Disney. Disneyland. I'm tired. I'm <clears> exhausted, <throat> but I keep talking. Yeah. So it was, I keep getting something stuck in my throat. Go ahead. and. Um, I don't have anything to say other than we're going to. Give the details. To, of what? Our show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a show it has a website it's badparentingpodcast.com and you can email us justin or jody at badparentingpodcast.com you can find us on facebook twitter uh instagram uh i think that's it 
And then, or Facebook, you can, Instagram, you said Twitter? Yeah. Okay. And then um, you can call us and leave us a voicemail, 503-609-0375. And really, one of these days, we are going to sit down and get a sound. No, we're not. No, we are. Just quit lying. No, we will. <clears throat> maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do a Disney-themed one. There you go. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, so. <coughs> God. Did you I don't know. swallow a cat? I got a hairball or something. It's, yeah. Um, I've, I think it's, I'm adjusting back to non-polluted air because <laughs> it was like smog thick down there. So, yes, I think that was all the deets. <laughs> I just said deets. That's horrible. <laughs> um, I yawned. Yeah. Well, if you have nothing else to add then, babe. Nope. All right. Well, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast. A conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. I have no idea <coughs> what's going on as far as, but it kept fucking with me. There was something back there that was like trying to crawl out and it's, it's. It's all done now. Here it goes.